0: From SheIsConference.org and Summit Church in Indiana, Pennsylvania, you're listening to the She Is Community Podcast. Well, welcome to the She Is
1: Community Podcast today. I am so excited to have with me Katie Stevens and Jennifer Stanley, and um, I'm Kim Massengale, by the way, and we are just thrilled Uh, it has been a long time coming to have Jen on this podcast with us today. And um, we were planning on meeting um, in a room at the church to record it. And well, Katie and I are still new to this podcasting thing. (laughs) (laughs) So we're still figuring out all the logistics. So we're currently videoing this from three different places and recording this. And so, um, but yeah, Hey, that's the beauty of podcasting is you can do it wherever you are and um, it's super easy. So, but I am really excited about having uh, Jen with us today. So this podcast is all about um, real women, you know, engaging in real life. And um, Jen has been a part of our team for gosh, six years. They were, her and her husband, Todd, were our first, um, Hires when we came to lead pastor at Summit Church, and so they've been with us almost the entire time that we have been here. Mm-hmm. And um, both Southerners, yes, definitely. <laughs> we both say y'all a lot, yes. um, and so I, um, I just love Jen so much. She is a as a dear friend as well as um, fellow pastor's wife, and. Um, and so today, we just wanted to introduce you to her and sh- have her share her heart because um, it's so beautiful. But Katie, you have anything you want you want to share?
0: You covered a lot of ground there. It was good. That was good. No, I, um, I'm i really excited for this episode. Um, I know, Jen, we've gotten to know each other a little bit better over this past year, so that's been really fun just to get to know you and, and just see your heart more, too, and it's just beautiful, and I'm really excited to have this conversation. Well, I'm thrilled that you, you asked me. This is very exciting for
2: me, so I hope that um, I can be entertaining and informative at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel
1: like any time with you is always entertaining. <laughs> That's in good. such a good way.
2: <laughs> you're so
1: fun. <laughs> um so I'm a one, the rule follower. Katie is a nine on the Enneagram, the Peacemaker, and you're the six, the, the loyalist. Um yes. You like things to be in line too, but you have this seven wing that that you're willing to get wild and crazy sometimes, and so it, it makes us all better because I love that about you so oh, much. Thank so you, thank you. <laughs> um, well, so about eight years ago, I entered this journey. Really, it's been gosh, it's been longer than that. Mm. Let me think. No, it's probably been eight years ago. I was introduced to the topic of freedom. And had been a believer a long time and um, and even as a therapist, you know, had been introduced to it some, but I came across this freedom curriculum and this these freedom classes at Gateway Church in South Lake, Texas, and um, it brought so Much freedom, hence the word, to my life and to my journey as a pastor's wife, as a believer, just as a child of God. Um, Things that had just really kept me bound and um, just stuck for a long time. And uh, the Lord just really revealed it to me. And it's something I just got super passionate about. And when we moved here to lead pastor, it's something that I so wanted to start and see happen as a part of, um, as a part of Summit and as a part of our ministry here. Um, But honestly, just had my hands in too much and was trying not to overcommit myself. And um, the more and more I got to know you, I just kept Sensing like Jen is someone who could really grab hold of this and run with it, and I remember like bringing it up every once in a while, and and you'd say, and you know, I'll think about it, and then (laughs) I finally decided okay, we're gonna launch this. You uh, Mm -hmm. were a part of the class that that we our initial class that we taught, and um, and then from there, I just kind of began to give you the reins to it. And so we've just seen a greater level of freedom happen in our church, but I've seen it transform your life. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Yeah. So I just want, well, You need to tell us about you first, Um, who
2: is Jen Stanley? (laughs) Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because I think my answer prior to going through freedom would be very different than what my answer is now. But I'm married, I have three girls, Carly, Coco, and Claire. We've been in Indiana for six years and I love it. I have no plans to leave. The weather is perfect. Um, I will say y'all in the North, but I have no plans to go South again because I don't like to be hot and you rarely are hot in Pennsylvania. So I'm happy about that. Um, and so I would say my life's been a journey for sure. Pennsylvania has been a journey for me and, um, I've had a few different, career things that I've done here but the last like year and a half I've had my own private counseling practice and um it's just been perfect it's just mm-hmm. I know without a question that's what God has created me to do and so I'm just thankful that the opportunity has presented itself and um so that's mainly what I do as well as just being a parent and um being involved in the church
1: yeah and I it's been fun because I've really seen you come alive the last year and a half and um just really bloom where, where God has planted you. And, um, it's been a lot of fun, you know, as a, as an observer to see, and as a friend to see you come alive and, and what God's called you to do. So I love that. So tell me about freedom and what What it has meant to your life and why you're so passionate about the topic of freedom, not only for the people who you're ministering to, but for your own, your own self, your own life.
2: Well, and like you said, I was in the first class that the church offered, and it came at a very critical time in my life. Um, things were changing career-wise. I don't think I was working at the time. And I just felt super lost. The things that had given me my identity were no longer there. And I remember going into that class with a commitment saying, I'm going to work the program, like whatever needs to happen in this, I'm gonna make it happen. And so, which meant I had to deal with stuff. And so um, I got Kim alone a couple of times and said, I need to talk through these things and just bore my heart and said, this is what is in the way. Luckily, she helped me through those things and and we were able to get past it and grow. And then um, just knowing that change in my own life and like, getting my, my identity to be in Christ and to really understand about who he created me to be. And that it wasn't my career that gave me my, uh, my identity or my importance. Like it, it wasn't that. <laughs> and so um, understanding that and coming terms with that, also knowing that I can't be good enough for Jesus. Like that was really something that um, I think I subconsciously, maybe consciously strive for that. Like if I could do enough or be enough that Jesus would love me. And so, yeah. or God would love me. And, I think one of the moments that I really came to terms with that is understanding that when Jesus was being baptized and I came up out of the water and God spoke from heaven and said, this is my son and who I'm who I love and am well-pleased and knowing that Jesus had done nothing to that point yeah. um, to love him or to God who loved him. Sorry. Yeah. So understanding that there's nothing that I can do that would make God love me. Um, just was a huge moment. Just, huge for me. And so understanding that he just loves me just because.
1: So good. Yeah. It, well, and you brought up the fact that like we, you came to me several times. And so we'll just be really honest and say like, there's things, um, I will say there are things that I never understood about leadership until I was leading. And so, especially as a lead pastor and just having to walk through different things with staff, um, so you and I had some some hurts um, to yeah. walk through, and and the thing that I love, and I could get really emotional about our friendship, is that we were willing to to have those difficult conversations because we knew, we both knew that we didn't want anything in our hearts in our lives that wasn't pleasing to God, mm-hmm. and um, we wanted to be a team for a long time, and um, and so we had to be willing to. To have those tough conversations and work through those things and um and that's part of the freedom process thankfully my your my story is like we got to the other side and i realized that for some people reconciliation looks a lot different and the other party's not always going to reconcile not that you and i had ever like come to big blows or anything like that but there were just some little hurts hurts there that were were there on both
2: sides that we had to process and work through and I think for me it was I had um I had placed some things on you as my leader that weren't necessarily accurate based on my past experience with other leaders and so yeah the fact that we were able to talk through those things and say hey this is this is where I'm I'm at can we can I check in about it you know is there any truth in this you know that was huge and so you're right like I don't think we've never gone to blows but we've been able to talk about like hey I'm having weird feelings let's talk about this Yeah, you know and that's been a big deal
1: yeah and I I think as um as friends and as co-laborers in the work of Christ like as Christians (laughs) as Christ followers like that's that's what we're called to do is to work through those things and and like you said you were bringing some past past hurts some past, um, experiences. And I was too, uh, to the table. And, um, and so now we just have this comfort level of knowing, Hey, if there's anything, anytime, like we just bring it out in the open right mm-hmm. then and there. And instead of letting our minds, you know, go crazy over it or right. rehearse things, like I feel such freedom to be able to like work through those things with you. And that's that's a beautiful. Yeah,
2: that's, I agree. I agree. and it's, it's been growth. And I think that it definitely speaks to, to, um, I feel like my freedom and my track for that going, I'm just not willing to let anything get in the way. And so like, if I need to own something, I'm willing to do that. And if, you know, if I need to apologize, if I need to change how I do things, I'm just going to make that happen because it's not worth it. You yeah. know, what God wants, but
1: yeah. Katie, We don't want to leave you out of this conversation. (laughs) I know. I'm
0: like, man, these guys are having a moment. This is great. (laughs) Um, No, but as you guys were talking, I was just thinking about reconciliation. And like, I'm really glad that you guys brought that up because I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like in, especially for Christian women, it's like talking about, we love talking about our feelings, but when it comes to addressing another woman about our feelings towards them, if there's like hurt or anything, we hide that. We, and that's, I know for me, like there was just, you know, unforgiveness in my heart um, that has just led me to not feel freedom. And so I'm really glad that you brought up reconciliation and just having conversations because I think that's something that women, um, I don't want to speak for all of women, but I just think it's something that um, can get in the way, just having a hard conversation and how important it is. Like when your heart's in the right place, like you said, you weren't like attacking each other, but just having a conversation of you know, knowing that you're both seeking the Lord in this and your heart's in the right place and like, wow, this totally is possible, like, and it can happen. And just the doors that it opened up for both of you just Mm -hmm. to step into a new relationship, one with each other, but two with the Lord. And I just think, like, thank you for sharing. That's so important. I think people, I mean, I need to hear it. I think people just need to hear that conversations and communication are really important to be had, um, especially um, in the process of freedom and just, you know, so. Yeah. I
2: really think that was about my commitment to, I am not going to let anything get in the way of this. Like I am going to do it. Like if it, if it hurts, it's going to hurt, you know, because I've got to get to the other side of this. Like I just was sick and tired of being sick and tired of the spot that I was in. And I was like, I'm just going to do the work. I have to.
1: Yeah. And I would say the same for me too. Like I've been in ministry. You and I both have been in ministry long enough like to know just how it when you're not on the same page, but yet you're on the same team and your hearts aren't, um, united and, um, it can really hinder what God wants to do, like not only in our personal lives, but in our church. And so, so yeah, I, I love that, you know, both of us are willing to do the hard things, because yeah, it doesn't feel good in the moment mm. <laughs> to like have those conversations, and but yet, it's so freeing, and it's so healing.
2: And I would add too, when you don't have those conversations that really gives the enemy an opportunity to get involved. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's really great at telling me things that aren't true. (laughs) And then, you know, leading you to believe that or think that these things are never going to happen or this person's not going to care. They don't listen, whatever. And so if it's if it's kept in your heart. Then you end up stewing on it and um, it, it just gets more damaging. If you can just come out and ask the questions, then it can't just take root and grow and get bigger and not be able to be dealt with so
1: Right. Critical. Yeah, so true. Well, Katie, I don't know if you have uh, some things that you want to share or things that
0: you want to say. Well, I wanted to talk like when you were talking Jen, you spoke on identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know this wasn't originally some a direction I planned on going, but hey, um I think identity is really important and I know in my journey, um finding my identity in Christ has been just freeing and it's been a breakthrough. So Um, I feel like identity in Christ has a lot to do with surrender, like surrendering the worldly things that you are putting in place of that. So when you, you mentioned that you like, um, you found your identity or you were seeking your identity in Christ and you were laying down um, the identity that you had in your job or I don't know, just other things of the world that was offering you. So what, I mean, it's surrender. So like for women who are struggling with identity and having that daily surrender or having to surrender? What does daily surrender look like? What does it look like for you in order to get to that place? I know it's different for everyone. I'm not saying this is like a formula, Mm -hmm. um, but... Well, I think for me, like, it's easier for me to
2: say I could realize when I had overcome my identity, which the sign for me was that when I was introduced to new people, and they asked me what I did for my job, that I didn't have to tell you what I used to do, you know, and give the long mm-hmm. list. why well, I used to be this, you know, I'm not that now, but I used to be this, because in thinking if I told you everything I used to be, then that gave me value. And that gave me work. Like, I'm not that now, but let me tell you what I used to be. Cause that made me big. And so yeah. when I no longer had to introduce myself and tell you where I'd come from, I had this moment of, Oh, maybe, I, maybe I'm free. You know, like this is, this isn't who make, what makes me important or makes me who I am. And so, um, it's, it would be hard for me to say like, these are my steps. Cause I've thought about that a few times. Like if I could figure out these are the steps I'd write a book and I'd be rich because everyone needs, to do this. But I really yeah. struggle to say these are the steps. It's one of those things where you like just look back and go, I'm not there anymore. You know, I'm somewhere else. And so how did I get here? And then other than just seeking God and like, the things that made me important, it would be would be my job and my, um, my successes. previously, I couldn't go back to those, those were not things I could go and get anymore. So it's like, well, this can't be my value and worth because I can't get to that, you know. Um, so I think it's just being open to the fact that that there's something else it's almost like I had to lose everything to be rebuilt and that was really cruddy but I'm thankful for it but it, in the moment it was terrible <laughs> <Not> <laughs>
1: awful. It was awful. <laughs> yeah let's just be clear that pruning is not fun <laughs>
2: no no and I'm a crier so like so um, like you know having to process Says what's going on just like crying like this you know trying to talk through it um yeah pruning is not fun it's not
1: no it's worth I, it. I think we can make um you know all of the all of those things sound so pretty as christian women like like then the fact is is that a lot of times it a lot of ugly comes out in those processes
0: but it's the other side that's so it's so beautiful. And so and I think it's a good point. Cause it's really easy to say, man, I want freedom. I want that. But then to not be willing to open up, to not be willing to pull back those layers for the pruning to happen, for the processing to happen, because they're just going to be stumbling blocks. If you're not opening up yourself all the way, then, okay, you can say you want freedom, but like, you're not going to get there because you're not getting into there down to the nitty gritty. So I think that's a huge, that's huge just to, to be open. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: and I think too, in the very beginning of process of the freedom class so it was like 12 weeks. And so the first four weeks are like foundational and really like building on, uh, underst- making sure everyone has a basic understanding of, of our beliefs and who Jesus is and all that. The very first week is talking about, um, the, the knowledge, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And, as far as in the garden, and so really what that boils down to is like knowing about Jesus and knowing him like there's two different things and so like so often we know about him we know about what christianity is we know what it looks like but not always do we really know him and have a relationship with him and so understanding that to know someone you have to spend time with them like you have to do it You, i I can't be friends with either one of you if we never ever talk like i can't like you have to spend time with jesus to know who he is and so just really getting that in you know and the more that you know jesus is the more you
1: know who you are. Right. Yeah. That's so good. So what, so what do you say? Like, cause I know I get the question all the time. Well, Kim, I want to be free, but I don't want to go through the process that it takes to get there. I don't want to feel the pain that it takes to get there. I don't, you know, so I'd rather stay comfortable than be free. What do you say to those people who might say that to you?
2: Then you don't want to be free.
1: Mm.
2: You know, because you really are going to, if you want to be free, you're going to be willing to do whatever it takes and it's going to stink and it's going to hurt and it's going to be ugly. But man, if like, if you'll just trust what I'm telling you, the other side of it is so much better. And I promise Mm. that we will look back together and say, look where you were and look where you are now. And it was worth it. Yeah. I think just saying too bad, you're going to have to, (laughs) if you want to be free, you're going to have to go through the hard stuff. Right.
1: Well, and I always go back to the truth that, that scripture says a bruised reed, he will not break. And so God, God isn't in it to break us, you know, in some sense he is, but he, he's, He only reveals to heal and that's the truth like he only brings the the ugly out of us in order to replace it with something beautiful and that's our hope like that is our um that's the redeeming factor of going through the hard stuff in order to get free because i see this in your life i see that when you are willing to push through the muck and when you are willing to to dive in and go deep and do the work um because it requires you committing to do the work
2: right absolutely yes definitely
1: i wish it happened overnight i wish i wish deliverance and all of those things happened overnight but it requires a process of us being willing to do the hard stuff but the hope is that he redeems all things and i know what is your life verse that you you say it all okay.
2: the time. I have a tattoo, a new one. There you go. <gasps> day See, I asked you if you got a new tattoo. I I didn't when you asked me, but oh. yes, I got a new one. July first. Don't tell my mom. She's really mad. <laughs> <laughs> what anyway. does that say? <laughs> this is Roman day twenty eight. So all things are together for the good of those love god and are called according to his purpose and man i stand on that and so like when it doesn't make sense i'm like all right god you're gonna have to make it's gonna have to be good because you have a promise and that promises to me and it's, it's a promise to all believers and so if you're a believer god's promising you that it'll work out and so yeah. you gotta hang tight and sit it out and then you, you will see what he's gonna do with it because it doesn't make sense in the moment but absolutely yeah. that amen
0: yeah and i think too what i love i think what's important to know too, for people listening, is that the process, like God isn't saying, okay, we're, it's time for this process, open up and I'll meet you on the other side. Like he's in the process. And man, I think to myself, and I look back, like for things that I've gone through, if like, just to have God there with me and to be working through with him. um, And then he's revealing more things. Okay. We're digging deeper. Okay. Here's something else. Okay. We're digging deeper, but I don't know. It it just makes when you get to the other side of it, when you step into that freedom, like you were just face to face with his faithfulness. And it like, it has knocked me on the ground before, like, it's just a beautiful thing. So, um, and then too, Jen, what I love about you is that, you know, when you talk to people about freedom, I, you, you help them through, you don't just say, Oh, it's great. Like you're with them too. And I just think that's a beautiful quality. So like, thank you for that. I mean, I
2: appreciate that a lot. And I know going through freedom like every time I pick something different so I, I think we it's either four or five times that Todd and I have taught it together and like every time I get something new and so it's like to me it just talks about the layers of freedom and how like we never arrive sanctification is a process it's going to take us a while to look like Jesus that's what that word means and so um so I may be farther down the road than I was last year but man there's a new place for me to go and um I think Kathy Reifendapper had talked about it that when she had gone through it a couple of times like she was using a different highlighter for each year and so each time she had a different color highlighting something different and god was speaking to her and i was like absolutely that's what it feels like for me too i'm always finding something else that i need to go and give to jesus
1: yeah just like katie said one of the things that i love the most about you is just you have such a heart for the broken and um specifically those that really battle mental health Um, you know, and mental illness and, um, and not just that, but just brokenness. Um, and part of that's cause you've been there yourself. Like Absolutely. we have the heart for the things so often that we have walked through ourselves. Um, so I just want i want to hear just kind of your heart for those maybe that are struggling right now in this especially in this season um they're struggling with anxiety or depression or or anything like that um what would be something that you would just say to them right now
2: um i I think i would strongly encourage them not to go through that in isolation Mm and mainly for the reason i said earlier that the enemy can really use that to to get bigger and grow and make it worse than it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: sometimes it's simply when you speak it out loud that you're like, wait, that's what I believe? That doesn't even make sense. You know, But, but in your head it does. Yeah. And so um, finding someone that you can trust to talk about things with. And I, I know that's challenging. Um, I know it's sometimes as women, it's difficult to find someone that you're really we- willing to um, bear your heart to, mm-hmm. but, um, but try, try to find someone that you can trust that you can really share it with and um and and then i also would encourage you to find scripture regarding what um what you're going through and and use that it's the sword of the spirit you know and so using that to to combat those things and to to combat the truth and to to really understand um what you know what jesus says about those things because so often we believe things that aren't true so finding scripture i think would be a big thing just to kind of ruminate on or to um as you would say to, I've lost the word. What did you say that that was called? Uh, meditate. That's it. You yes. can meditate. Meditate. That's Kim's line. I can't take credit for that. So, um, so being a fine scripture to meditate on, you know, is a yeah. good thing. Yeah.
1: No, that's so good. And I, you know, I've seen you come alongside of people and just walk walk that out with them. And, um, it's like, it's not any special power that you have, but it's just the uh, ability to be with someone to have experience it yourself and to give them that hope that, um, that you found to be true and yeah, leading them to Jesus, um, and just processing. But I think this is a season where people so easily can isolate and, um, the enemy's lies are just so rampant um right now and the fact is is that a key doesn't get to win (laughs) i just refuse to let him have the final say in my life or the the people that i love and their lives um because god's truth like you said the sword of the spirit is way bigger than any lie that the enemy could ever tell you
2: absolutely i think what's important to me like the The people that I get to work with, either as my friends or or, um, here in my office um, is like it's important that I just love them where they're at, because so often the enemy tells you that, like, well, the junk that's going on in your life is so bad. No one's going to want to love you. And so you better not tell anybody because they're going to judge you or have something to say about that. And so for someone to be able to come in and say this is what I'm dealing with and I go okay, let's take care of it. Let's address it. Let's go for it. Um, That's an important part to me um, to to work with somebody because there's so often people are surprised that they're, but I'm not like saying, well, we can't talk about this. You need to leave, you know? And so, but that's where they're at. So let's, let's go for it. Let's figure out what Jesus says about this. Let's figure out what needs to happen so that you can be free. And so that's really important to me.
1: Well, I mean, I, I know for the three of us that we've all dealt with shame and what we learn in freedom, of course, is that shame causes us to hide. And it, it's this label that we wear that says, yeah, if I talk about this thing, then everybody's going to hate me. No one's going to love me. Um, and so I think every, every human deals with shame at some point in their lives. There's different degrees to it for, for people. Um, but I know I know for me, walking out of shame, being delivered from shame is something that Man is the biggest <laughs> victory in my life. Just something that Jesus has really done in my life, and and I know for you too. Um, just walking out of of the shame of of you know of anything that we're embarrassed or afraid to talk about. Of like, well, if they knew this about me, then. Um, and so being able to be on the other side of that for people and being that safe place for people to be able to share and yeah, you're right. Not throw them out of the office or not throw them out of the church. Um, because, um, and I think that's been such a big part of just how we have done ministry here is like, Hey, in God's kingdom, jesus welcomed all like he wanted all to come to him he he didn't want our faces to be hidden in shame before him and that's such a beautiful part of who he is and so the fact that you get to represent jesus to people in that is such a fun thing
2: it's my favorite part it really is because like because you know being raised in the church and seeing you know, the judgments that happen from other Christians and even from the world, sometimes like to know that, that it's okay to love someone through those things, you know, um, that's just super important to me. Katie, Do I don't know, I know if you
0: had anything. <laughs> I didn't No, man, we, we covered a spectrum, but thank you. I mean, there's so many good nuggets in there. I think really important what you said was just hold on to scripture and that's our sword. Um, and I know for me that has been like crucial. Um, and I think something, you know, it could be putting a post-it note on your mirror. Um, it could be putting something in your car. I mean, Jen, you have a tattoo now to show. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I have one of those index card flip books that like, just kind of speak to the lies that are specific to me and that, you know, the truth that combats that and how important that is. Um, so I think that's just an encouraging thing too. If anything, if anything else, and I'm not saying other thing else wasn't important, but if anything else, like always go to the word, always see what God has in store for you within his truth because you know, he's the one who knows you most. Um, and I think that's so important. Um, so I'm glad you brought attention to that because honestly, it's interesting too. um, It's not a ton of conversation. I'm not having a ton of conversations with people, but a lot of times um, people, they're not looking to the word and I'm like, well, that could help, (laughs) but you know, it's just so and like, you know, I don't want to put it lightly. Like it's just so important and and I, I don't want people to see it as just a book, but God's Word has exactly what you need to hear. It's that truth that's going to set you free. Um, so, thank you for just you know bringing a light to that because it's just so important.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I would love for people if they're involved um, at Summit or um, at a church that offers a Freedom Ministry, like to get a, be involved in that. Um, mm-hmm. I know that with the COVID thing, it's kind of not happening right now at Summit, but I'm really hoping that in the spring we're going to get to do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we've talked about like kind of dividing it up by um if there are certain topics that you'd want to attend but the reality is like you think oh i don't have any problem with rejection i'm just worried about shame but then you sit through the rejection class you're <laughs> like, oh wait i do have problems with rejection yes. you <laughs> so know true. like how many times did that happen you're like ah, nah, i'm good i'm just gonna i'll go to class but this ain't for me and then you're in it and you're like whoa this is so for me you know and yes. so i just think it's such a journey it's so important that you're a part of that stuff and so if you want to be a part of, if you're wanting to be in a new spot, like freedom is a good place to go because you, you start one place and 12 weeks later you're in a different one if you're willing to do the work. And so, um, so I would love to have people join us if they're interested in that. Um, it's just, it's a good thing.
1: Yeah. And I would say, even if you're a, a church leader at another church, man, go, go through it. Like a healthy church is only as healthy as their leaders. And, um, And like, we took our whole staff through it. Um, And so if you're at another church and you, you know, you need freedom and you want to walk through it, everybody needs freedom. That's our (laughs) motto, like everybody, no matter how long you've been following Jesus, you need freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say, hey, reach out to us. You know, um, Jen, myself, Todd, you know, Pastor Todd, any of us would be so willing to like show you we use a lot of the church of the highlands material um but would be so willing to um to share resources with you right absolutely yeah so i have just one one more question i think um so we're both moms we're both both 42 even though we don't like admitting that
2: right don't even look close so. No,
1: but we're look so twenty five <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we look younger than katie. <laughs> I'm <getting> katie. <laughs> um but so we we both have girls, and uh, how important as a mom and as a mom of daughter's has it been for you to get free yourself? Mm.
2: I think it's critically important. I think my daughters have seen it. I think they see the changes. Um, there's been, there's been conversations that I've had definitely with my oldest, um, about changes that I've made either in relationships or, uh, decisions to handle things differently or saying, you know, this doesn't look like Jesus. And, um, one of the things that I've gotten away from is watching television just because like it just is a time sucker for me. And so they know that. And so they've asked questions about why you would do that. And it's like, you know i just don't think i can do that I've Got there's other reasons that's another episode you can have me back <laughs> but, um, so just just seeing the difference in the changes like i, I think that girls need a spiritual leader and direction i think so often um social media and and their other friendships are impacting what they think and believe about themselves and so if mm-hmm. i can raise children that understand freedom before they get bound like that would be great you know, so just being willing to have conversations and pointing them in the right directions, I think is really crucial. Yeah.
1: Well, and we both know that our kids are going to make mistakes and they're, sure. <laughs> they're going to, you know, they're going to have their own path. But I, I just look at my own girls and even the girls, even the young adult women, you know, you, you work with a lot of young adult women. I'm like, man, if I would have had someone at their age, like if I would have had someone like me at their age that was looking, you know, like I want to be free for myself, but I want to be free so that they know they can be free. And like you said, if they can get free at 20 years, you know, Mm
2: -hmm. earlier
1: than I did, how impactful that is, how, how much, um, how powerful that is for their own lives.
2: And if there's anything that I get aggravated about Jesus about is that it took me so long. It's like, yeah. why weren't we doing this at, at 25? Like, why am I in my forties and just not getting free? Like, this isn't okay. We should have talked about this sooner. And so like, I've, I've questioned that often, like, why did it take so long? And so probably my own level of willingness. I don't think that Jesus was ever not willing to let me be free, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I wish I had it sooner. I think my life would be big, way different if I had yeah. You know. yeah.
1: We're still young though.
2: Right. We have, yes. We're <laughs> yes.
1: Even so many years ahead of
0: us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean we're finishing up, but I do have one simple final question. What is something that you're looking forward to? Whether it's today or this week or whatever. What's something you're looking forward to? It can be simple or huge.
2: Mm. Oh, I know. Okay, so I for this year I committed to not buying myself anything.
0: Yes, like, I remember that.
2: Yeah, so like I've gone the whole year. Now I did slightly cheat on my birthday I had birthday money and so I spent birthday money so I kind of was a loophole wow. <laughs> but I've not it's now September so I'm ready I'm looking forward to January 1st <laughs> when I go shopping I, got things I think I need <laughs> so, so I'm very much looking forward to that so that's great <laughs> And that's really been an interesting journey. Like the things that I thought I needed, I haven't needed, you know. Yeah. And so, like, it's really been a wake up call for that. But um, I do have plans to get a new purse, probably. Where will All you go? Oh, I think I'm going to Grove City Outlets.
1: Okay, there you go. Because I
2: like bargains. Yeah. And so I'll hack and spend less money and get more things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <That's>
2: January first.
1: <laughs> if you need right. to know where Jen Stanley is, she's I'm at Grove at right. City Outlets.
2: <laughs> You'll find me there. I'll have some Starbucks and maybe eat it for Manny's, like, I'm going there, it's happening. She's
1: going yeah. out, that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Going to for
2: sure. uh, oh, and I will say, and when COVID's over, because my parents can't come visit until it's over, So my dad um, has some autoimmune disorder, and so it would really impact him if he were to catch that, and so they've not left their house, and so we usually have seen them at least Two, maybe three times by now in a year, and we've not seen them since Christmas. And so, like, I'm really looking forward to the vaccine so that they can come up here. Yes. So, that's two things I cheated.
1: Man, nah, yeah. that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, I had fun today. You
2: too. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed yeah. talking to you guys.
1: Thank you so much for being on with us today, Jen. We love you very much. I love you, Jen. Are thankful you're a part of our she is community. I should say that too. You, on a normal on a normal year, mm-hmm. pre COVID year, yes. you um you were our premier she is volunteer coordinator. Mm-hmm. I mean Jen did it. she was our team coordinator and she was amazing. So teams look totally different for this year, but um, I'm looking forward to getting back when we can. I don't I don't want to say go back to normal, right? I don't know, I'd, I'd, I'm, not, I'm praying for a new normal, whatever that normal is that, that God has for us. Um, so he's doing a new thing and something new will be birthed from all of this, but Jen is a, a, a very important part of our Shi'as community. So I'm Thank very you. thankful for her.
2: Thank you. I'm, I'm lucky to be involved. I get, I enjoy doing all that stuff. So I'm glad to do it. Well, we love
1: you, Jen. Mm-hmm. Katie, you're yeah. amazing. I'll turn it back over to
0: you. Oh, I mean, that's, we're just good. That was great conversation about freedom. So Jen, thanks for being on. I'm really glad we got to talk. I appreciate you having me. That was was a good time. Man, what a great episode with Jen. We are so thankful that she joined us to talk about freedom, and we really hope that you were encouraged by our conversation. Ladies, as always, if you want to be notified when we have new episodes, be sure to subscribe anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us today. Have a great rest of your day.